What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am probably the most excited about this episode that I've ever been for any other episode. I have my long-term mentor and friend on the show today, Raquel. Welcome. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Oh, that's a loaded question. Well, thank you, first of all, for being for letting me be on your podcast. I'm deeply honored. Today, I run multiple companies. I coach people that want to scale their business to that seven and eight figure mark. And we do that through one-on-one coaching or more so masterminds, events, and retreats. Love it. Love it. So you and I actually met inside of a mastermind. And then I've actually had the honor of working with you, going on one of your masterminds. So I actually want to dive into this topic right off the rip. Why are masterminds so crucial for any business that is growing and scaling? I believe that masterminds, especially good ones, are the keys to your success. It is, I think personally, they're better than one-on-one coaching because you are able to be in a community you're able to expand your network and you're able to ask questions that you that might have been stirred from a, another person. So in one-on-one coaching, you don't know what you don't know, but when you're in an environment with like-minded individuals that want to grow to the same place, they all want to level up, is they're asking questions that may spearhead another question that you've had and didn't even know that you had to ask it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, even you and I worked together for so long and you know, for a long time I wasn't even in masterminds and I know even you were like, you know, get into a mastermind, get into a couple, because there's such power of being in those other rooms. Yeah. And being in those uncomfortable rooms, right? If it scares you, it's probably the room that you want to be in because your trajectory of growing will be so much bigger than anybody else's. Mm -hmm. I think I heard this actually on one of your podcasts and you said, you know, you always strive to be like one of the least impressive people in the rooms because that's where you know that you have the highest ceiling for growth. I'd love for you to talk about like what that means. Yeah, there's been rooms that I've been invited to rooms that I probably didn't qualify for in masterminds, but I went ahead and signed up and said, let's see how this goes. It's kind of going into that private party when you're not invited and not on the VIP list, but you're like, I'm going to figure it out when we get there, when we get to the door. So I feel the same way with masterminds. I think masterminds, there's power in proximity. There's power in so much rooms. Some of my best relationships in my business and in my life have come from masterminds. I believe that there's so much magic and in masterminds, all the deals, whether it's real estate deals, business deals, they're usually in a mastermind setting versus anything else. It's not in a self-course that you can learn online. And I just think it's so much more fun being in a room full of people that are on different levels. So when I say that I'm always the least impressive person, it truly is. It's like those rooms really, really stretch me. It's where I also have imposter syndrome of like, why am I here? If any of you guys have ever felt that, it's probably like stretching you to show up differently, to grow differently, and to even think differently and play differently. Yeah. So as uh, you know, many of my listeners know, I just signed up for Chris and Laurie Harder's mastermind, the elite mastermind. And I was actually on the call with Chris and we were talking and I actually mentioned your retreat that I went on. And I said, you know, I went on this mastermind retreat with Raquel and I loved the feeling of being there. I was around these women that were so powerful. They had these businesses that I couldn't even like dream of. The conversations were so expansive. I was just like floored by what I was exposed to in just these three days. 
And I couldn't even imagine that on like steroids of like another week or another month or another year. And Chris actually one complimented you on that retreat and your business and the community that you have built. And he said, I want you to think about that of like, that's what it's going to be like now for you for the next 12 months. You're going to continuously be around people that you can't even understand how they got there or you haven't even like been exposed to that. And I remember that's exactly how I felt being in Turks and Caicos with you. I was like, I just want to like sit back and just like absorb all of these things versus other masterminds that I had been in where I was always like the big fish. Where people were like, oh, I want to like, I want to have a business like Jillian, or I want to be the one that I, you know, I'm going to go to Jillian for the questions. It was like, I want to now be the one that just like sits back and is like the sponge. Cause I think that's where the magic and the trajectory really happens. A hundred percent. I think that's where you grow. It doesn't help if you're the biggest fish in the room. And I also believe that when you pay, you get access and you pay attention. So I think sometimes people go, well, that mastermind is too much. I always say, how could you afford not to be in the room with all those crazy people that have massive business that could shortcut your learning curve and give you a connection that you didn't even have. Let's mm -hmm. say you were looking for a copywriter. Let's say you were looking for somebody that could edit your videos. Let's say you were looking for somebody that wants to position your brand. Sometimes being in those rooms, it's like, hey, I'm going to help you, right? And I think I've joined probably more masterminds and dropped more financial like money in the last 60 days than I ever have in my whole like business career. Yeah, so I love that. So even someone like you who's at your wealth in your finances and your success, you're still joining masterminds. So what does someone like you look for when joining a mastermind? Is it people? Is it skills? What is it? I think it depends for where you're going. I always say first, like always have clarity. I think where you can make the biggest mistake is where there's lack of clarity of what you really want. And then you join the next bright and shiny object that you see online. And then it may not be for you. And then you come into this mastermind and you're completely disappointed. Mm -hmm. So one is like, where do you want to go? So when I look at where we want to bring our business in 2023, and everyone's like talking about the shifting economy and not to invest and hold back your expenses. I'm doing the opposite. I love to do the opposite. I love to be that rebel of like, hey, if everyone's going right, I'm going to go left and here's how I'm going to figure yeah. it out. And I think when we looked at our business is we wanted to be in rooms that were obviously going to stretch us. So we joined a mastermind where it came to marketing and positioning. We joined another mastermind where it was all on content and video. And one of the biggest YouTubers and let me tell you, just even those three days, what you felt in Turks and Caicos, I was like, this is what Jillian felt in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Because, I mean, these people are getting monetized. They have social content machines. They do podcasts for some of the biggest, 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 biggest influencers that we see online. Mm -hmm. And here I am in a room with them mm -hmm. and they're utilizing what they're getting paid back from these social media platforms because these are big influencers for their business expense. And I was like, I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. You're right? just like mind-blowing. You're like, it's oh. Mind-blowing, right? Yeah. Like there's, I mean, there's podcasting where people are getting monetized just, they love serving their community, but now they got another angle of like, how do we get this to pay for our business expenses? How do we get this to pay for our next talented employee? Like mm -hmm. totally different concept than just, I want to build a podcast. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so good. I mean, and you've been in the, the obviously the coaching space for a long time. As someone who is obviously in the coaching space and so successful, what do you see really changing as we move into 2023? Yeah, I think it's different for a lot of people. I think the coaches are a diamond a dozen. <laughs> and it's always been that way. And so <laughs> it's really hard for me to say like I'm a business coach because that can mean so many different terms to so yeah. many different people depending on their experience and what they dealt with mm-hmm. as their previous business coach. So for us it's where is the coaching space going to go to? I think there's a lot of noise out there. And so when you have experience, when you actually have the results to back it up and it's not theory, you can coach people at any single level. So like we are very confident. I'm very confident that doesn't matter what Jillian brings to me, I'm going to figure it out. Or I probably have the experience to say like, have you thought about X, Y, and Z? Whereas some people can only teach one model, nothing wrong with it, but like know that you're just going to that coach for a reason. So I think having the results behind you is going to change in 2023. I think having community, we're changing it up where it's uh, more mastermind and more experiential for our clients because we love relationships. That's one of our core values is relationships are key. And that's what's always helped us you know, through any business, not just coaching, but other businesses that we've started. And so we want, and we know that people are craving community. And we listen to our audience, we listen to our people and we say, Hey, like, I think this is the route that we're going to go in, in 2023. And people are looking for that. People have felt lonely since 2020, since the pandemic. I know that people were on this trend to learn a lot during the pandemic, but I think after, you know, people working from home, like they actually miss meeting friends. They actually miss community today. And so how do we bring that and how do we connect people? I'm a big believer in connection and connecting people. So if I can help Jillian in any way, she knows that I'm only a phone call away, whether she's on my roster or not, you know, because to me, like I said, relationships are key. Yeah. So many great things that you said there. One, I know that I have said this so many times working with you. There is never been something that I have taken to Raquel that she hasn't been able to answer. And that is why she has been my mentor for so long. And the reason why is because she has business knowledge. She has a business background, right? And I think that's exactly what you just kind of talked about. This idea right now in the coaching space is that there's so many business in air quotes, so you guys can't see me, air quotes right now, these business coaches that actually don't have business experience They just know how to regurgitate content on the internet and they actually get stuck when people actually ask them real business questions because they don't actually have business knowledge, right? It's very similar to me. I had somebody recently asked me how to grow their photography business. I had somebody recently asked me how to go and make better connections as a brand new realtor. Like I can help most people build community. Most people build sales, regardless if it's a brick and mortar, it's a realtor, if it's photography, if they're selling a coffee cup, because it's an actual sustainable business model versus just like this online thing. So one, if you guys listen to this podcast, do your homework, make sure people actually know business. The second thing that I love that you talked about was community. You guys know I'm obsessed with community. And it goes back to like, you know, being able to just have someone to reach out to and be like, you know, who is that person? So with community being so important, why do so many people do you think skip out on building community in their business and in their brand? 
I think it just is a different model when it comes to community. I think some people love individual and not community. Sometimes people, it depends on who the mentor is or, and I'll take masterminds as an example. There are people that host masterminds and there's no community component. Yes. I was in one. I was like, what's happening? I was like, we don't get to like know each other or like, yeah, drop your, even like even drop your Instagram handles in the chat. This is so weird. Right. It feels awkward because you've been so used to certain things. And so it's just not part of their business model. And there's things that come with it. And some, for some, it drains their energy of like being responsible to connect people or to have people connect in their group. And so I think that's why some of them don't value community as much for us. Like I said, our angle is not our angle, but like what our clients want, what our community wants is how do we, and I think that's why our events has like taken off. Everyone's like, Hey, Raquel, when are you having your next event? Yeah, And I'm like, I, I don't know because I want to be very intentional about it. I did it this year to be quite honest of like, Hey, I want to throw an awesome event. Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand the impact just like Turks and Caicos. I didn't understand the impact of long-term friendships of people investing together. Same thing with every single event that we had people gain new friends, mm-hmm. built companies together, started new companies, invested together. I mean, to have a room and be able to have the space to curate that container takes intentionality. It's mm-hmm. not something that it's like, hey, get in a room full of strangers and then just share all your problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. Share all your business problems because to me, experience is everything. And so I think, like I said, community is so important, especially for next year when people are working from home because entrepreneurship is a very lonely journey. Mm-hmm. I know it because I've started multiple companies and I've been doing this for over two decades. I started when I was 19 and I already felt alone even being in an office because I was like the outcast, the outsider, the youngest person in the office. People treated me like a kid. Mm-hmm. People couldn't take me serious. So and having my mentors, having those coaches, having those people in my corner, my community allowed me to you know, open up and expand my thinking, my thought process, and just ways of doing business. Mm-hmm. For someone who has been doing this now for two decades, you started as a, a kid, you have been crazy successful. What would be like some of the biggest lessons that you would say to someone listening to this podcast right now? One is my, if I look back on my journey is I think we get in our heads about what if this happened? What if that happens? And I remember at I just said this recently on another podcast is I remember when I was like 24, 25, because I hadn't hit crazy failure yet. Like I was unstoppable, meaning I had a mindset that was like, I'm going to sign a guaranteed lease for a couple million dollars. Right. And like nothing today because of experience, I'd be like, okay, what are our risks? You know, I'd ask all these questions. And I think sometimes we don't go and do what we're supposed to do. We don't play bigger. We don't get to that next level because we're stuck in this analysis paralysis of what if this, what if that? And most of the time, the what ifs never freaking happen. Mm-hmm. And so when I say, and I just told my older son, this is like, you can keep saying the what ifs. However, I know that you were smart enough that even if you were pushed to a corner and couldn't make a decision, you were smart enough that you will figure it out. So every time you say, what if you're not betting on yourself? So go bet on yourself, go do the damn thing. And then you're going to have lessons and it's going to make you even smarter to build something next. I mean, I've lost it all. And I'll tell you during the last recession, 
I have built it 10 times quicker and 10 times faster because no one can ever take your lessons and your experience away. Yeah, so good. So you coined the phrase play bigger. What does that actually mean to you in life, in big, in business, all the things? So play bigger is Which about- by the way, you guys can't see, but if you look at my whiteboard, Raquel, I have play bigger written on my board right over there. Heck yeah. I look at it every single day. You are with me, my friend. Okay, so I am get so excited about play bigger because I believe that anybody can think bigger. We always hear think bigger. And every time that I've either like spoke in front of a room or coached other people, like it's easy to write very sexy goals. It's hard to actually put action and to be consistent with those actions, especially like when Jillian's like talking about sales. People want to say they want to make a certain amount of money when it comes to sales, but very few people actually go through with a day-to-day grind of actually upgrading their skills and being consistent to hit that income goal or to hit that business goal. And so I think when you play bigger, you take massive action. And play bigger can mean anything, something different to every single person, but you take massive action. And when you take massive action, even if it freaking scares you, you step into your power and you inspire others to play bigger, believe it or not. So good. Literally so good. And then one of the last things that I would just love for you to talk about, because obviously you and I have been in a relationship for a long time, long-term mentorship. I know you've been with your coach, Sharon, for a long time. Being someone who's at your level of success, why do you believe so much in the power of long-term mentorship? First, I believe in the power of always having a coach, a coach that definitely aligns with you. And if you're going to hire multiple coaches, because I know that there's people out there probably listening that are hiring multiple coaches and could get into credit card debt, here's what I tell you. They better believe and adopt the same type of thinking or ecosystems because you're going to have clashing realities when they're trying to coach you. You're going to listen to one and then you're not going to listen to the other and it like really defeats the purpose. So I want, want to get that out first. Even so many times, like you and I are working together, you were like, Jill, shut this person off because like, it doesn't align with how you and I are building a business in the way that we're thinking. And it's only going to muddy what you and I are working on because like, this is such a different way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always like what Jillian wants to build. And I just have to remind you, it's never what Raquel (laughs) wants to build. No, no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just need to be reminded. Trust me all the time. I like, remember your idea that you told me you wanted to accomplish? (laughs) How does that fit into this? Seven days later with like a totally different plan. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I think that when you have a mentor that understands where you want to go and it's long-term, it's a lot easier. You're not having to start over. You're not having, unless you're looking at a skill set, right? Unless you are looking like if you wanted to go into nutrition and wanted to eat properly, and then you actually had the skill sets of nutrition to eat properly or to know your macros or to know your HRV or how your body reacts, totally different thing. But when it comes to business, every time like I think you start over with a new coach, you got to like bring them back. And then you're like, I tried this, this, and this. And then you almost have like a three month period of even getting to know, especially even when you hire a person in your company, it's like people interview really well. And then it takes time to like zig and zag in this relationship of like what feels good or what's going to actually move the needle. And sometimes it may take a few months. Like you can't scale a business in three months, like, like big, And so I think that when I have that one person in my corner, and especially when they've got business knowledge, experience, 
I can go to them for anything. I'm like, hey, an opportunity came up or, hey, I want to think about pulling another vertical or, hey, I'm thinking about investing into something. And I always tell everyone, it's like, you probably should tell your coach all the challenges versus all the highlights, Mm -hmm. because that's when they actually can really, really help you is when you give them the the crap. Mm -hmm. I almost cursed there. No, you give them the crap. It's Julian's can, podcast. Can... You can drop all the bad words. Trust me. We have a little <laughs> E next to our podcast. So it's all <laughs> right. It's like, they're there to help figure some things out. But if you keep telling them the highlight of what you did and this and that, it's like, it kind of levels out your growth Yeah, because they don't have visibility into the crap that you're actually dealing with. Yeah. It's, it's so good. I mean, I love when my clients bring me all the wins, but like, I also want to know, like, what are they really struggling with? What are the bad things? What failed this week? What got in the way this week? Where did you doubt yourself this week? Because that's actually the stuff as your mentor and as your leader, I actually want to dive into because I already know what's working well. Mm-hmm. We already that's have where the that growth happens. Out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what does Raquel have going on for 2023? What does she have that's exciting? Oh, so many things. I made a big announcement after 16 years of being at my previous company, who I love and adore. I've been in the real estate space for 23 years. I made a huge announcement yesterday, right after my mentor was named president. So we are now at Real Brokerage. We're here to help all the agents like grow, thrive, and obviously play bigger. So we've got that going on. So if any of you guys that are listening that are in real estate that want to be part of a community, that want to be part of collaboration, happy to help you in any way that I can. Massive uh, we, congratulations, by the way. It was a huge thing for you. Thank you. And did I see the name of it is real? Real, real brokerage. I mean, amazing, right on brand, right? <laughs> totally. And like every time I see it, I think of you. <laughs> that word is just coined with Jillian. And then we are expanding our coaching into masterminds. So we will hire coaches for for this coming year. We're actually in the process of doing that right now. And we will have two masterminds that we will roll out next year. And then, of course, we're going to have events. And we're just going to go into more focus of what we loved doing this year and really serve our community at the highest level that we can instead of going and what I felt these last couple of years of buffet modeling in a business of like picking and choosing and just trying everything out and beta testing. I I said those words a lot in the last two years. Now it's like, we know what works in the business. We know where we get, what we know what to do when it comes to moving the needle. So we're just going to hone in on all of that. Amazing. Raquel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being my mentor. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being somebody that I literally look up to every single day. I always say I want to be just like Raquel when I grow up, even though I know I'm older. But yeah, I'm just I'm so grateful to have you in my life, have you in my corner. And I just have the utmost respect for you as a person and a business owner. Oh my gosh, I freaking adore you and love you. And so anything that you need, you know, I'm like in, just sign me up. So appreciate you having me on your podcast. I cannot wait to keep jamming out with you and keep playing bigger with you in 2023. Crazy, 2023, my friend. Awesome, thank you so much.